Gemara Babakama Daf Pechet Nasechet dedicated for the Tzlachat of Hayalei Tzava Pidyon HaShivuim V'Refuat HaPetzuim Refuat Shilema Shimon Ben Simcha In the Refanalo V'Gam Daniel Yaakov Ben Shoshana In the Refanalahem In the Refanalahem V'Gam Aaron ben Mazal. Aaron ben Mazal. So we'll begin today's daf on Pechet Amud Rishon. And we'll start from the two dots, three lines down, four lines down. So the Mishnah said that if somebody damages an Evit Kena'ani, somebody else's, so he's Hayab in the five payments. However, the Biuda said that there's no bullshit for an Evit Kanani. An Evit Kanani is not subject to the laws of shame. My Ta'amad Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Kera, Ki Yenatsu Anashim Mihdav, Ish Ve'achiv. So the Torah is talking about bullshit. The Pasuk says two people are fighting, a man and his brother. Mishi Yeshlo Ahava, somebody that has well, literally brotherhood, which means they can marry into Klal Yisrael. Yatsa Eved, she'en lo ahva. That's not ahva, the way that she says on the top. Yatsa Eved, she'en lo ahva im Yisrael. She'en ba bekahal. You have a Masoret Tashas over here. If you look on the right, by here, he says, Lishna Harina, Eved en lo ahva shemutar ba'achoto. He could marry his sister. There's no, there's no brotherhood, literally. So that's different interpretations. What does it mean? And the Pasuk says by Boshet, Achiv. And the Rabbanan say, uh, No, he is the Ach. He is your brother, the Evit Kanani. After all, he has mitzvot. He might not have all the mitzvot, but he has some mitzvot. He has mitzvot at least like a lady. No? Mitzvot Aser, she says, Mangir Amara. She says, second line, Kol mitzvah she'isha hayevet pa. Evet hayabad de gamar la la me'isha. That's a... Should be a hot then. Which means, uh, no. <laughs> He's like your brother in the sense that he has mitzvot. Ela me'ata l'rabi Yehuda. If you're learning that any time it says ah, and the ah is coming to say that if you don't have ahva, if you don't have brotherhood, meaning you don't have the laws of marriage, so then the law doesn't apply to you, so the laws of edim zomemim should not apply. Why? That if somebody comes along and testifies against an ebed, so we shouldn't, we shouldn't put them to death. Uh, why? says you only do the laws of Zomem, something to do to your brother. But we just said, every Kanai doesn't have brother, doesn't have this, uh, this marriage ability. have another pursuit that says at the end, and you should eradicate the evil from your midst. And that comes to include uh, everything. That comes to include even Kenani. <coughs> So the Gabbara says, Ela me'atal rabbanan. But according to the Rabbanan, that says, as long as you're considered an ah, so long as you have mitzvot, and if when Ebed is considered an ah, so then Ebed ye kasher le malchut, so then the Ebed should be kasher 
to, to be a king, like we saw in the pasuk, mekedevachecha. And we know that that's not the case. We know that we're not allowed to accept uh, a an evid as a, a king. Um, remember we learned in, uh, I guess, uh, what, Memhe? Memhe, 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 Sota. Memhe, Memhe, So um, you have over here uh, a question of the Gemara, according to Rabbanan, a king should be okay if he's coming from a gate. So the Gemara says, <coughs> Amri, wait, or the Ta'amech, I mean, even according to Yoshita, uh, which means the question should be again according to everybody. Why? Because according to Bihuda, a gate could come into the Kahal, and still we know a gate is forbidden for, uh, for to be a king. So, therefore, obviously, there's a different gate there when it comes to king. Because even according to the Bihuda's standard, that he says, and a gate can marry into the Kahal. And still, we know they cannot be appointed as a king. What's the pshat? The pshat is, That when it comes to appointments like king, it has to be from a, a choice lineage, not from a gerim and not from evet kena'ani. She says, uh, uh, let's say was born Jewish. And still, a marry anybody. However, even to get a position of, uh, of prominence. Unless his mother was, was Jewish. So therefore, the Gemara says, no, we have a special Gizrat Katuv. What's the Gizrat Katuv? I mean, he has to be mufhar. He has to have a, uh, a choice lineage. According to the Rabbanan that learned the word achicha means achicha b'mitzvot, and everything that he has mitzvot, he should be permissible to testify. Why? So you see what? Somebody that has achiv. So therefore, why is an evid k'nani pasul le'edut? Yomara says, uh, Yomara comes along and says, Amar, Ula, Edut, Lomatit, Amat. Now, you cannot learn that Ev is going to be Kashel Edut because at Ya Edut, the Kavahomen, me Isha. We'll learn the Kavahomen from a Isha. Uma, Isha, she, we are the Boba Kahal, Pesulal, the Edut. The lady is permissible to come to the Kahal, so she's Pesulal, the Edut. Ev, she, and Raul, the Boba Kahal. So basically, at this point, the Gemara is learning it from a Kavahom and from Isha. Uma Isha, she muteret labo bakahal, pesulal le'edut, evet, kedani, she asul labo bakahal, certainly she be pasul le'edut. Ma'ale Isha, she can enter the uyan le'mila. No, maybe the wage mother lady is pesulal le'edut, because she's not subject to b'lit mila, tomad be'evet, shura u'lemila. So we found a... Uh, 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 something that uh, Ebed has and a lady doesn't have, and therefore maybe he has Edut as well. No, Katan Yuchia. You see, Mila is not the item because a Katan, she has no Mila, he has Mila, and still Pasul Edut. Therefore, you see that Mila does not bring you to Edut. Male Katan, she no Mitzvot. Okay, but Katan doesn't have Mitzvot. Tomar Be'evet, she no Mitzvot. 
ואבן הס מצוות, אז הוא אומר, אישה תוכיח שישנה במצוות, שישתו הס מצוות, אז שסיסטר איז וואט, פסודה לעדות, וחזר הדין. Now we go in a circular, uh, circular uh, reason. לא לאיזה כן איזה, the stringency of this is not like the stringency of this, ולא לאיזה כן איזה. What's the sentence of it between אישה לקטן? שכן אין להם בכל המצוות, they don't have all the מצוות, only a partial מצוות, ופסולים להעיד, and they're פסול to testify, אף אני אביא את העבד, שאין לו בכל המצוות, similarly the עבד is also just like those two, not track to all the מצוות, and therefore what? הוא פסול לעדות. So therefore I found the commonality between אישה and קטן, the commonality is they're not חייב in all the מצוות, but they're פסול לעדות, so עבד קנעני also, they're not חייב in all the מצוות, and therefore she be פסול. No, who told you the commonality that you found is the correct one? Mal hatzad hashavet shabahem sheken eno ish tomar be'evet shu ish, right? Which means maybe the reason why they're not what does a katan and an isha have in common? They're not ish. There may be an evet that's considered an ish, and therefore uh, could be she's subject to the laws of. Um, uh, uh, of, of, when it comes to Edut, it says Shnei Anashim. Of course, they're Edim Anashim. Maybe that's why the Katar and the Isha is Pasul Edut, because they're not considered Anashim. Mashiach and the Ebed is. Ela, you're right. Titi me Gazlan. Ela, go to the Gazlan. We're going to go to Gazlan from Kavachomer. What's the Kavachomer from Gazlan? Nashi. Did I uida bobakahal? Gazlan is allowed to come into the congregation. You're allowed to marry a Gazlan. However, it's Pasul Edut. So Kavachomed Isha, of Kavachomed Ebed, it's not that way that Mubaka, certainly it should be Pasun, the Edut. Again, we're making a Kavachomed from Gazlan. Uma Gazlan, Shemuta, Lavo Bakahal, Pasun, the Edut. Ebed, Kanaani, Shasun, Lavo Bakahal, Enudin, Shie, Pasun, the Edut. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Mali Gazlan, Shikin, Ma'asav, Garmulo. The bad guy, exactly. He calls it to himself by becoming a gazlav. Tomar be'evet she'en ma'asav garmudo. Right, the evet can I didn't do anything. Ma'asim didn't cause him to, you know, to to, to lose edut. Ela titi be'gazlan mehad mehana. So therefore, learn it from a tzad hashem from gazlan and one of the above, meaning gazlan and isha or gazlan and katan. That she says that tzad hashem. What's going to be the commonality between? Gazlan, I'm one of them. She'enam zehilim b'cholam mitzvot. That they're not careful in all the mitzvot. This guy, because he's a rasha, that's the gazlan. And this one, because he's not commanded. And guess what? The Evit Kanani has something similar. What's the similarity between the Evit Kanani? It's also not hayav in all the mitzvot. And therefore, we're going to say it's going to be pasul le'edut as well. So that's the bottom, the bottom line. The rasha... Who's the Gazan doesn't keep all the mitzvot because of his just uh, the shout, and uh, and the other ones are not commanded. And therefore, I'll say every Kanani also that's not zayid bechol amadu because wasn't commanded. Therefore, be pasud leidu. So the Gemara says more bered the Ravina Markera different explanation. How do we know an Eved Kanani is pasud leidu? No, you metu avot al banim. So what does this mean here? Lo yumetu avot, the avot, the fathers should not die, al banim. Now if it meant that children cannot testify against their fathers just because of relation, so then it should say al benehem. But it doesn't say al benehem. 
The pasuk says, "Lo yumetu avot albanim." What's albanim? So the Gemara is doresh. Lo yumetu alpi avot she'en lahem highest banim, which means uh, people should not die. Meaning, you cannot give testimony against people. And who's the pasul testimony the witnesses here? Avot she'en lahem highest banim. Fathers that have no relationship to their to their children, which means uh, even uh, by, uh, by, uh, by 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 regular person you say the son of so and so, but by an animal you don't say uh, the hamor the son of uh, you know this hamor. There's no no highest to their children to their father when it comes to a father to their children when it comes to emet kedali. So therefore we have a pasuk that she says. Lo um, avot, It's not about the fathers, obviously. Well, anybody, nobody is, is, is subject to a testimony. To somebody that his son is not related to him, technically. Right, which means we don't say the son of an Evid is son of an Evid. You're not related to his father. If it's like the, the, the Hamodas, we don't go after the father. So therefore, that's the pursuit that comes and teaches us that somebody that his son is not related to the father, that we don't say the son of Ploni, so therefore is not subject to Edut. So the Yavara says, but maybe the pursuit is talking about simple relationship. Why don't you learn the pursuit simply? Lo yumetu avod. Fathers cannot die by the testimony of of their children. Why are you learning this pasuk in such a such a complicated way? The e salkadata. Yamara says, if it's just going to tell me, kide amrinan lo yumitu avot albanim beedut banim, like we learned earlier, simply that maybe it just means that you can't kill <coughs> avot through the testimony of their sons, which means you cannot use relatives as a testimony. Lichtov rahmana lo yumitu avot albanehem. Like we said earlier, it just said the word benehem, their their sons. My banim shmamina doluyum tu alpi avot she'en naim highest banim that uh, they cannot be put to death. Anybody that his son is not related to him, and whose son is not related to him in the sense that's going to be an emet So that's already a new pasuk that we have over here. Doluyum tu avot al banim. So the Gemara says, wait. The Gemara says, what, you finished the Pasuk? There's more to this Pasuk. What does it say at the end of the Pasuk? Well, you should learn that the same way. Meaning, you cannot put anybody to death. By children that are not related to their father. Now, what type of child is not related to the father? A ger. Ela ger. Are you going to say that? Are you going to say that a ger is pasul edut? We know that's not true. A ger is actually kasher edut. However, the way the way you're learning the pasuk, it should follow suit that at the end of the pasuk it should say, and banim that are not related to their father. Who's a ben that's not related to the father again? The ger. Midrashi. Ger, sorry, lo yumetu avod that we saw the isal kadakula kera. Okay, we didn't read yet. So the Gemara says, Amre. The Gemara says, Hachi ashta. 
What are you comparing? How are you comparing the the uh, the two? You're right. Again, doesn't have the highest to his uh, ancestors. However, lemata but to his descendants he has, which means it doesn't have a relation to his father, but it has a relation to his kids. So therefore, of course, he's he's in he's in the, in the parasha of edut. However, la the lemata. In the Ebed, he doesn't have a, a, a highest not lemala, not lemata. So therefore, there's a reason why we would exclude a Ebed Kanani and we would not exclude a, um, a, a Ger. The Isal Kadata Ger Pasul If you wanted to learn like that, if indeed you wanted to say that a Ger is indeed Pasul Le'edut, so then already you wouldn't have to tell me Ebed. We can learn it from a Kavahomet of Ger. You just tell me Ger, and then I'll say, the Ger is only Pasul one way, and still he's, uh, Ger is not related to his ancestors, but he's related to his descendants, and still he's Pasul due to an Ebed that's uh, not related, not to his ancestors, not to his descendants, certainly should be Pasul Edu. You wouldn't have to tell me uh, Ebed Karani, we would learn Ebed Karani from a cover home and uh, by Abger. The Isakata that Ger Pasul Edu, Lechtov Rahmana Lo Yumetu Avot. So let the Pasuk come along and say, like we thought originally, the first part of the Pasuk, you just come and teach me what? Relatives. That you cannot testify if you're a relative. Fathers cannot be put to death. Meaning from the testimony of their children. Because the children are relatives. I mean, don't learn the first Pasuk, the first part of the Pasuk, like we learned for Ebit Kanani. Learn the first Pasuk simply like we said, that what? You cannot have a child uh, testify against his father. Like like we said, Lo yumitu be'edut bani. Be'edut bani. So the first part of the puzzle is not coming to tell me Eben, according to this. What is it coming to teach me? Kirovin. You cannot have a father die by the testimony of his son. V'nikhtob, rachmana, and continue. And what's the second part of the puzzle going to say? Ubanim do yumitu al-avot. And banim will not die through the testimony of Avod. Tishma mina tarti. And I can learn today, I can learn two things from that. Number one, hada lo yumitu banim be'edut Avod. Same thing relatives, that children cannot die from the testimony of their father. And, idach lo yumitu alpi banim she'en na'im highest Avod. I learned again, that you cannot have a, uh, um, uh, a child who does not have a, a, a relation to his father, cannot be a witness. And who's a child that does not have a relation to his father? Ger. That means at this point, the Gemara is saying, if Ger indeed was Asur, we could frame the Pasuk to only teach me Ger. And don't talk about Ebed. The first part of the Pasuk will tell me relative. The second part of the Pasuk will tell me Ger. And then I'll learn Ebed from a Kavahomet. Does Ebed have a father? <clears throat> no. The Ebed is not related. Kavahomet. That's the Gemara saying. So you learn it from there right away. I would learn it from Kavahomet from Ged. Oh, if Ebed doesn't have no, a no, father. No, no, but it's coming to say Ged is Asur. The Pasuk is coming to tell me Ged is Asur. Once you tell me Ged is Asur, so then I'm telling you Kavahomet, Ebed is Asur. The Ebed, Nafka, Lebe, Kavahomet, Beged. Uma Ged, Delemala, who the end of is. Again, only doesn't have a relationship to his ancestor, Avalemata, but to his descendant, Yeshtochais. And still he's Pasul Le'edut. Ebed, Che'en Lochais, no Lemata, but no Lemata. The Ebed does not have a relation, not to his ancestor, not to his descendant. Enodin, Che'en Pasul Le'edut. 
<coughs> because if that was the case, you don't have to write Ebed at all. Just come and tell me Ger is Asur, and uh, I would know uh, Ebed from Kavah but, but, but by the way, the Pasuk did not write Lo Yumitu Avot Al Benehem. It should have said that, but it does not say Lo Yumitu Avot Al Benehem. If it would have said Lo Yumitu Avot Al Benehem, that would teach me that you cannot have a testimony of children that are related. But it didn't say, it says Lo Yumitu Avot Al Banim. That's all we're going to learn it forever. To come and tell me that a, 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 a children that don't have a, a, a father that does not have a relation to his. Son, this child. Which is Ebed, that a father is not a religious son. Who the Pasul Edut? Okay, very nice. So therefore, the Deshav, the Pasul is coming to tell me what? Where's this guy? Close, close the door, guys. Uh, close the door, my God. What this guy's doing over here? Guys walking around. So now the Yemara comes along and says that what that the pasuk is coming to tell me. The pasuk is coming to tell me what Ebed, and therefore only Ebed. But we have a problem because the pasuk says Lo Yumitu Avot Albanim. And what does it teach me about uh, Albanim? That you cannot use it a, a witness that uh, is not related to his son. Okay, fine. That comes and teaches you Evid. <coughs> but the end of the Pasuk should come and teach you Ger. We still did the, the end of the Pasuk. The end of the Pasuk is Veloyumetu Banim al Avot. So we should say the same thing. That what? That Banim that are not related to their father also should be Pasul. And who's a Ben that's not related to his father? Again. So then we're back to that question. So the Gemara finishes it off. In the Sefa, if, if, you, if, if you tell me that Ger really is permissible. So the Sefa should say, which teaches me just relations, I mean relatives, children should not die by the testimony of their, of their fathers. Their fathers would teach me a relative. But that but doesn't say that in the Pasuk. If... Get is really permissible. The sefa should just say avotehem, which means a relative. That the the, the 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 child should not die through the testimony of their fathers. But don't say that. It says And who's the son that does not have a relationship to his father? Again, so we're back to the question. So how that should be forbidden? So the Yabara says. Amazing Hadushi. That's what you need Gemara. I need the Khatav no Yumtu Avot al Banim, Khatav Nami Banim Yumtu al Avot. Amazing. The Sefa is not Dafka. Amazing. Uh, what a Gemara this is. That means if you read the Pasuk straight, it's not like Gay should be forbidden. So you need the Gemara to come and tell me, no, no, the Resh of the Pasuk is Dafka, and the Sefa is not Dafka. So when you're reading the Pasuk with the Torah, the Pasuk sounds like it's, it's saying that. Ebed is forbidden and, and, and Ger is forbidden. But the Gemara logically said, no, it can't be that. You know why? Because you wouldn't have to tell me Ger. Just tell me Ebed, and I would know Ger. Uh, just tell me Ger, I'm sorry, and I would know Ebed from a Kavahomi. You don't need to tell me both. If a Ger that's only uh, not related to his ancestor, but it's related to his descendant, is permissible to testify. So certainly an Ebed that has no relation should be. So therefore, you don't have to tell me both. So therefore, Ella, 
What's supposed to come into tummy? Evan is out and Ged is in. Aye, but the sefer from the pasuk sounds like the Ged is out. Love that which means symmetry. Since the beginning of the pasuk used the word they use the same 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 wordage, but it's not to come and tell me that a Ged is forbidden. What does it learn for each? What do you mean one page? Uh, no, because Kirovim, the problem is, no, because if it was Kirovim, it would say Avot to him, their fathers. It just says Avot. The Kirovim is Avot to him, their son to their father, uh, father to their son, bin to him. It doesn't say that, it says Banim Avot, which sounds like the relationship. Okay, and now we get to a story, story time. The story is going to actually last the whole uh, whole page over here, so we got to get the uh, whole cup, as they say. So here's the story. Okay, so there was a rabbi called Rav Shmuel Bar Abba. He came from Hagronia, uh, and what happened? His mother, obviously, in the first marriage marriage was married to a rabbi called Rabbi Abba. Hence, they had a son called Shmuel Bar Abba. Anyway, she got remarried. Could be her husband died. She got married again to another rabbi called Abba. Mm-hmm. Fine. So now the issue will be is going to be like this. She has what's called Mikseh Midlog. She has property. She brings it to the marriage. Now she doesn't want that property to go to her second husband in her death. Because the husband is Yodesh, the wife. And, but he doesn't want, she doesn't want to give her nixim and log the properties to, to the second husband. She wants it to go to her son, Shmuel. So what is she going to do? She's basically going to gift it to him when he's still alive. What, what, what is she going to do? What, what, what is she going to do, the mother? She's going to hold on to Pirot, because she wants to eat Pirot, and she'll give uh, Shmuel, the son, the goof, and then when she dies, uh, they're ready, it'll, it'll transfer uh, straight in and bypass. It's almost like she gifted it mehaim, but she didn't gift it totally. She gifted the the goof, but she's, she's, she's still eating <coughs> perot, but at least it's a way to bypass that when she dies, it won't go to her second husband. You follow me the story, what's happening here? Exactly. Let's read the story again. We didn't read it at all. I told it to you outside. Imeh. So she wrote her nechassim, her nechassim with log, tasan. Okay, matad v'shchiva, and of course what happened, she died, subsequently. Now, azal Rav Shmuel bar Abba kamed Rav Rabiyah bar Abba. So he went to the rabbi, you know, just to make sure that everything is uh, legal. And Ukmen bin and he, I guess, Rav Shmuel showed the document, you know, uh, to uh, the rabbi, and the rabbi said, "Yeah, beautiful, it's yours. You could take the field, and uh, your stepfather, whatever, your 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 mother's second husband is out." Basically, the the rabbi ruled in favor of Rav Shmuel that he gets the uh, the property. Very nice. Azal Rabbi Abba. Well, he wasn't so happy to be Abba, the husband. Because the husband just got uh, uh, boxed out of a, uh, an inheritance that he thought was coming to him. So just like uh, Rav Shmuel went to a rabbi, Rabbi Abba goes to his rabbi. Azal Rabbi Abba, 
Abrandim Milta Kamed Ravoshaya. So he told this case to Ravoshaya. Well, it seemed, it seemed like it was a good question because Azal Ravoshaya Amra Kamed Ravihuda. So he went to confer to the Bihuda. Amar Le, I'm sorry, Achi Amar Shemuel. We have the Amura, Shemuel said. That the lady that sold her nechseh midlog during her husband's lifetime, umeta subsequently died, the husband could go and take it from the, the guy who she sold it to. So similarly over here, she sold it to Shemuel, so to speak. She gave it to Shemuel, so the husband, she, she died. So you have every right to go take it away from, from Shemuel. From uh, from Shabbat exactly. As she had Baal, Mutsi Shabbat, you're a shit to store. Parma Tatashi, the Baal is your shit to store. The Huaya look at each What's the law? You can't sell something if there's somebody that comes before you. I'm the first purchaser, so to speak. It comes to me first. You had no right to sell something that belongs to me. I'm the Yoresh. I'm online. So therefore, basically, he was telling uh, the Biaba, it's yours. She had no right to sell it or to give it to. <clears throat> to our son, because you're online, you're, you're, the, you're, you're standing online, you're the Yoresh, you're the first Lokaya. So now, basically, we have an issue over here. We have both uh, parties went to their rabbis, and uh, they both told them, you're right. The rabbi that uh, they went to, Sh- that Shemuel went to, said, it's yours. And the rabbi that Biaba went to, said, it's yours. So now we have, uh, we have an issue. We really have an issue over here. So Yobara says... So they went back to the first rabbi. They went back to the Birbiyah that established the money to Shemuel. So to the son. So they went back to him and they were telling him, hey, you know, the other rabbi said, you're wrong. And Amar Dehu, I don't know what you're talking about. You're telling me Shemuel, who's an Amorah, I got a Mishnah. So leave me alone, I got a Mishnah in my pocket. What's the Mishnah? <coughs> it's Baba Batra 136. We don't have a semantic for that page. Hakotev nechasav libno leachar moto. Okay, so you have a case. A guy's writing his assets to his son after he dies, which he's basically saying the goof of the asset is yours from now. Goof, goof and perot. But the father retains the right to eat perot until he dies. So basically, he's giving him the goof and he's retaining uh, perot. <coughs> Got it so far? So the deen is, this is the Mishnah, Okay, the son cannot sell that property. Obviously not, because the father still has perot. The father retained perot. And the father can't sell the property because Paraman, he gave the goof to the, to the son. So therefore, it's ma'ashav. Uh, and therefore, it's uh, in, uh, it's in uh, uh, status. Now, let's say somebody sold it. If the father sold the nechassim, mechurim. Yeah, he could sell his, his chilek, meaning perot. Until, until he dies. And then what happens? Once he dies, the, the field will go to the, to the son. However, if the ben sold it uh, when the father was alive, the lokeah cannot take anything because the lokeah just takes the place of the bed. And therefore, he can't eat perot because the perot belonged to the father. 
So therefore, uh, 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 the Lokeah really can't take anything until the father dies, then already uh, uh, he can uh, take the, uh, uh, the, the, the Pirot. Okay, so now the Gemara, that's the Mishnah. Simple Mishnah. Makes sense. Now the rabbi is going to start making all sorts of diyukim on this Mishnah. The Gemara says, Kimayit ad miha, but when the father subsequently dies, it le lelokeya. owns it. Odpa, he sold it to the, the son sold it. So we saw, when the son sells it and the father's still alive, no sale. Well, smash only because the father's still alive. But it's smash, but once the father dies, what happens? Then the lokeya acquires it. So the Gemara says, it le lokeya. The afal gab de metaben. Here's the Hadush. Even though the son died first, doesn't make a difference. Even if the son died first. Why? Which means the son never got perot even to sell it to the next guy. All he had was what? Goof. But it sounds like over here that the sale is going to be a sale even if he sold it and died. <clears throat> And then the father died. Which even if the son died first, that means the son never got the perot himself to transfer it to the lokeah. That's what it sounds like. So the Gemara says, "Who's that going like?" Kedemishuamenagish. Famous opinion. Famous opinion. Da'amar la shena metaben mehayah abdelo atuli debebem. Doesn't matter if the son died with it, whether the perot never even came to him. Or the father died, the Hadush over here is that even if the son predeceased the father, the sale is going to be a sale. Even though, what did he sell? He, he, never, he never got the perot to sell it to the, to the next guy. The Itmar, because we have a statement. If the son sold the asset in the father's life, metaben b'chayyab, and here it is, the case, that's the case we want, metaben, the father, son died first, the Biyohanan says, lo kanan lokeyah, the Biyohanan says, no sir, the Shtaki says, ye kanan lokeyah, what's the mahlokeyah? The Biyohanan, famous mahlokeyah, about time shas, the Biyohanan, amar, lo kanan lokeyah, what's the reason why the lokeyah is not kone, amar leka, it's talking about what? That he sold it before the father died. Then what happens? Why? The perot came to the son. And therefore, Abal, but the son died first. The law actually did. The perot never came to the son. So even if the father died, the sale is not going to be a sale. Alma, what's the what's the sword of the Yohanan? Kasabat perot kekinyan kinyan perot kekinyan aguftame. That the one that retains perot is like retaining goof. Beautiful. Who's retaining perot? The father. And therefore he holds up. If you hold perot, perot is a stronghold. And therefore the son, the son had no right to sell anything. All the perot, all the son had what was? Goof. And the son never got perot. Because he died first. And therefore, that's why since he died first, the Yohanan said the sale will not be a sale. It'll only be a sale, what? If the 
father died, then the kid get the pirot, and now he's able to give it to, to the lokeach. But if the son died first, since he never got the pirot, okay, but he has the goof. Kenyan goof is not enough. Kenyan pirot, according to Yochanan, is kikinyan goof. And if, since the father maintained the pirot, he maintains the main hold on the on the field. Therefore, the son uh, never got anything. What do you mean, say? But, he had, but, but, but the son had goof. Goof is not enough. And what does this Lakish hold? It's going to say the opposite. Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish Omer. Now, Kanalokeya. When it says Kanalokeya and that Mishnah Bababatra, Kiketani Manitin Makara ben En Lokeya, it's talking about when the Lokeya is not, that does, does, does no sale, Adshi Amutaab. Okay, so the father dies. Bechim Mayit Ab, but when the father dies, Biya, eat in Lokeya. La Shena lo meta ben Bahaya Ab, the Atuli de ben. Even if the son died, which the son never never got anything, what does he hold? He must hold this takish that the father that's holding on to Kenyan Perot, that's not strong. And therefore, Kenyan Perot does not mean Kenyan Aguf. Therefore, the father's hold is not a strong hold. Even if the son died and the Perot never came to him, the sale can be a sale. I sold it. I, I, I goof. But bottom line, to make it simple. The Mahlok Rovir is, how strong is Goof? According to the Yohanan, it's nothing. Goof is nothing. The guy who has the Perot has the hold. And therefore, you only had Goof, son, and you died. You never got the Perot. So this sale's not going to be a sale. The Shakish will say, no. The guy who has the goof is the main guy. The perot is, is not considered like goof. Therefore, the son had the goof. So he had a right to sell. He died. Before he died, he had the goof. So therefore, the sale is going to be his. That's about looking famous. How do you consider when you have two guys owning two parts of the field? He owns the perot and he owns the, uh, the, the goof. Who's really got the, the, main, uh, the main hold, the main kenyan? Shakish will say, Kenyan perot is Kenyan agufdam. He really owns it. Therefore, the, the son doesn't really have all And Shakish says, no. That, uh, that, that, uh, he holds what? Kenyan perot is Kenyan agufdam. Fine. Now, now let's go back to that story about that. By the way, all this was the Birbiya saying, I don't know what you're telling me. I think that Shemuel should keep the, his mother's uh, 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 property. And uh, you're quoting me from Shemuel. I got a Mishnah. This is the whole Mishnah that they went back and forth on. Now he finishes his point. You got to finish his point now. The Anan Ashta. Ben Yerbin Miya Bar Abba. Ben Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon Ben Nakish Bida Lehu. Which means we're going to hold whether you're going to be in Miya Bar Abba or according to Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon Ben Nakish. That what? That we're talking about where the sun. Died. Good. And I'm learning the Mishnah like those opinions where even if the son died, first the sale is going to consider, be considered a, uh, a sale, uh, according to those opinions. Now, the Kamar, and what did the Birmiyah say regarding that Mishnah? Good. If you're saying that Kenyan Perot, is like Kenyan Aguf, like Rabbi Yohanan, that the guy who owns the Perot is the, is the, main, uh, the, the main, main holder. Kenyan Perot, that the father's Kenyan Perot is Kenyan Aguf Tameh. Ki mayit av, umayit ben behaya av, amayit lelokayah. 
How can you say that the Lokea has anything? Kikazabin, I love the Dinikas, we didn't sell anything. And I love Shmamina, must be Kinyan Perot, Lavke Kinyan, Haguftame. And therefore, the only way to learn that if the son died first, that the sale is a sale, you have to know that Kinyan Perot is Lavke Kinyan, Haguftame. So now let's go back. Let's go back to our story. This second husband, what did he have? He only had perot in the Ksimilog. And what did what did what did the, 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 the Rebbitson have? Kinyanaguf. The Ksimilog has. So she had a right to sell it. So therefore you see, from the fact we have a Mishnah Baba Batra, that we see that what that Kinyan Perot is not the stronger of the two. So the husband had no right. You're right. He's saying, I had perot. That's all you had. But she had goof. And, no, she, she did have perot. No, no, Nixemilog. Even the second marriage, Nixemilog goes to the second husband. Perot. That's the Nikituba. So he held on to perot. That was his whole claim. Hey, what are you talking about? She sold my item. No, all you had was perot. She had goof. And we see from this case over here <coughs> that even if the son who never got perot and he sold it, the sale is a sale. So that way you see what? Kinyan perot is not Kinyan aguftame. Therefore, basically, Ben Miya said, "You're quoting me Shemuel from some Amora statement. I have a Mishnah. Rabbi Shemuel is right, meaning the son, and he gets to keep the the money and and have a good day. But what do you think? It ends here. Rabbi doesn't end. We go to another Rabbi now. So So they went to the Yehuda and they said, we went to the Rabbi and he said he has a Mishnah.'" So, uh, so basically, he's telling him, uh, you know, what are you talking about? Amadeu, achi amal Shemuel. I listen. Zu eno doma lemishnatenu, which means it's it's not doma. This case of the of the lady giving her from hanechasim is not similar to the mishnah. My ta'ama, amar Rabbi Yosef, bishlama itani ifcha. Which means it would have been a, a clear analogy if the Mishnah would have been uh, written the opposite. Hakotev nechasav leaviv. Then that's a reverse case. Hakotev nechasav leaviv. That the guy is writing uh, in, 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 our, in our Mishnah. What was the case where the the, the father is giving it to the kid? When he's still alive, and the father's retaining perot, and he gave the, he said, that's not analogous. The analogy would have been reversed if the son would be giving it to his father when he was alive. That means the son retains a perot and gives the goof to his father. Reverse the case. Then already it would be analogous. Let's see why. Hakotev nechasav leabiv, Then already we'd be able to sab. The Kinyan Perot Lab Kinyan Aguftame. And then you can say that Kinyan Perot is Lab Kinyan Aguftame. Why? Because who had the Perot over here? The Perot had the, the son. And we're saying the same case. And the father sold it. And we'll say the father can sell it. And the sale will be a sale even if he dies. Uh, because why? Kinyan Perot is Lab If you learn like that, then I understand. Good. However, Elahashta Diktani. But here it's reverse. Here the case is talking about where he wrote his nechasim libno. It's got nothing to do with kinyan perot over here. 
the reason why the son is able to sell it is not because kinyan perot lavke kinyan aguf tameh. It's because b'shum dra'uili yorshohu. Because he is a legal inheritor. Which means like this. When there's an inheritor, automatically we assume that the father gives him rights to sell it. Because he knows he's inheriting. The son is stronger in this case. Even if you want to say that what? That kinyan aguf, kinyan perot, is kinyan aguf, normally. And really the father's hold should be stronger. Not in this case. Because in this case over here, it's to the son. And the son is Ra'udli Yorsho. And when he's Ra'udli Yorsho, he becomes strong automatically. We can sell it. So therefore, in this case, it's got nothing to do with Kinyan Perok, Kinyan Guftame. Even if you want to tell me that generally speaking, Kinyan Perot is Kinyan Aguf. And therefore, the father really, or normally the guy who has the Perot has to hold and the other guy can't sell. Not in this case. Because the other guy in this case is the son. And his son is a Yorsho. And therefore, automatically he has a stronger, stronger hold of him. It's assumed when the father gives it to the son, he's giving him that koah as well to sell, because he is a Yoresh. Which is, if you, want, if you wanted to bring me a proof of Kinyam Perot, give me the reverse case. Give me where the son is giving it to the father. Then already you can discuss Kinyam Perot, Kinyam Aguf. But in a case where the son, the father is giving it to the son, where that's a case of Yerusha, so, so therefore, that's just working with Dean, the laws of Yerushalayim. The son is stronger always because he is not. That's the next question. That's the next question. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Even though it didn't come to him because the father's holding Perot, and even if you want to say, for sure you assume that the father gave him the permission to sell it. Why? Because after he dies, for sure, he's rich anyway. But in this case over here, Rav Shemuel was not Ra'udli Rashitimo, because who's your the mother? The husband. So if you have no Raya, you have no Raya, which means, in, 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 in really, I'll tell you, really, Kenyan Perot, the guy who's holding the is the main guy. Is the main guy. And therefore, the main guy is the husband. He's, he's, he's the perot. We have no right to sell it. If, if you would have shown me in that Mishnah the reverse case, where it's not a Yidusha case, and then and still you showed me that the, the, the guy who's holding the perot is nothing, then already it's a nice idea. What would be the reverse case? Where the son is giving it to the father, which is not a Yidusha case. Then you could show me, keep, it's exactly that case. The son is giving the assets to the father. I mean, the son is holding on to perot, the, giving the father the goof, the father sold it. Same story. Father sold it, but he died. The father died, and we'll say the sale is a sale because I'll tell you, oh, the sale is a sale because Kenyan perot lavki Kenyan aguv, and then we have an ayah for, for, for our story of, 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 of the son Shemuel. But we don't have that case over there. We have a case of Yerusha. 
says, I don't know what you're talking about. The question I think some of the fellows are asking. What are you talking about? Yerusha works both ways, by the way. Just like a son inherits the father, the father inherits the son. By the way, if the son has no uh, children, who, who, where, where does the money go to? To the father, it goes up. So therefore, what are you talking about? It, it's the same thing. If you're saying that the Yoresh has a, uh, an extra kawa, so it, 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 it's no da'ayah either way then. You tell me, learn it this way. Even if you learn it, where you're making the son give it to the father, that's also working <laughs> from Yerusha. Ela, Ela the Pshad is like this. Which means if the Mishnah was talking about where the, where the son wanted to give it to the father, there I understand. What's the reason that the, the, the son giving it? To, why would the son want to give it to the father? He's trying to uh, divert the assets from his own children. He doesn't want his own children to get for whatever. He's angry at his own children. So he wants to give it to his father. So when the Yerusha hits, he won't go to his, to, to his own sons. And therefore, therefore, you have no da'aya, which is really you could hold that uh, Kenyan uh, Perot is uh, uh, Kenyan Haguf. But Mashiach over here, he's strengthening it. He's strengthening it because he, he wants it. He wants the, the father to get it. When, when, when the guy strengthens the, the, uh, uh, the Kenyan, he weakens his son, even though he's holding on to Perot. And even normally you tell me Kenyan Perot is Kenyan Haguf. In this case, because he wants to give it to his father, because he has a reason to give it to his father. He wants his father that right so it doesn't go to his... Right, his sons. His own sons. His own sons. Yeah, his sons. His sons. Which is the son has a son. Normally, the son is, is, is Yodesh, the father, right? So he, he wants to give it up instead of giving it down. Exactly. So in that case over there, I understand why uh, 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 it, it'll be good. Because he wants to mahazek the Kenyan. So similarly over here they do. Hachanameh. La'avruhinu l'nikseh ma'ahuha ateh. So to over here. Why is the father giving it? In, in our case. Why is the father giving it to this son when he's still alive? Because he doesn't want to give it to his other children. So they were, but, but that's no da'ayah to our story anymore. Because these are examples where we're mahazeking the Kenyan. So when, when, you, when you're making a hizuk on the Kenyan. So that's got nothing to do with... with, 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 with uh, with with Kenyan Perot and Kenyan Aguf. Nashi. Hachename. Look at Nashi. Hachename. Oh, so Ela. Go back to the one before. Ela. Very important to Nashi. Ela. Al-Kurhad. Berad. Dekatav. Nechasel. Abu. The son that writes the assets to the father. Bene. Ita. He had sons himself. He had sons himself. So why was he writing it to the father? Behai. Dekatav. Nechasel. Abu. Why was he writing it to the father? Because he wants to divert them from his own sons. When he died, he doesn't want his children to well. And if you would have said it that way, you know why I would say because the father, the son wants the father to own it. The father was the son was the Kenyan of the father. Which means, I would say, why? The Kenyan Perot Shieshto Leben. That the Perot that the son held on to, because he wants the father to, to have it. So similarly, I'll say the other way. Why would he write his, 
his assets to one son, but of course he has other sons. He doesn't want the other sons to have it. But the Bruchinu Ma'achim Bishari wants to wants to wants to divert it from the other brothers. Banav Shel Abu Dichtab Umedaminan Kanalo Kayach, but it says Kanalo Kayach Shmamina Kinyan Perot Lab Kikinyan Hagutamim. And what do we see over here? Right in this case, where the which is the Mishnah, the Mishnah's case is what where the father gave it to one of the sons. He retained Perot and he retained uh, he retained the uh, goof. Right, he gave him the goof. And what do we say when the son sells it? The sale is going to be a sale, even if he died first. And that means what that Kenyan Perot of the father is not. It's not a Kenyan. It's just a Kenyan, Kenyan, a goof. And therefore, that's why he had a right to, to, to sell it. So comes the Gemara and says, according to that, the Birmiyah bar Abba's proof from the Mishnah is a good proof. All, all from that, all, that's all from what? From, uh, from Baba Batra. Let's go back. They, let's get, get, get the story clear again. They went to the rabbi. Rabbi, who gets to keep the, uh, the, 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 uh, the asset? So the Birmiyah told Shimon, you do. The son, you, you get to keep it. So they went to the other rabbi. Said, "What are you talking about? Uh, you're not allowed to keep it. It goes back to the father." So they went to the rabbi. Said, "What's your proof? I have a proof from a uh, from a mishnah. I have a proof of mishnah." So he said, "No. What do you mean? The proof of the mishnah is uh, the proof is reversed. If if you would have brought me a prayer from if it said the reverse, it would have been okay. But this is Yerusha case. So he answered back. What are you talking about? They're both Yerusha cases. No matter how you learn it." It's a Yerusha case. Whether you learn the, the son is giving it to the father, or the father is giving it to the... And what's the logic over here? The logic is, bottom line, that the guy who's holding on to the perot is not considered holding on. Therefore, the sale is going to be a sale. And therefore, the, 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 the Abba, the second, who was holding on to perot of his wife's Tichsimilog, is not considered holding. And therefore, the, my wife, who had the goof, was able to give it to the son. But, but bottom line, his, his, his proof is back now. In the, in, 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 in the game. So, Elamai. So, what did he mean when he said, Eno Dome the Mishnatenu? So, but the other rabbi came along and said, Ah, oh, it's not Dome. But then we got to go back and explain that because the Kaura, it is Dome. So, the Gabara says, What did he mean when uh, 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 he said over here, Shimuel? Uh, ah, you can't get Ayah from that uh, Mishnah. Why not? Sounds like it's a good Ayah. Now, end of the Mishnatenu, Mishum Takanat Usha. Because the guys that said they came in Usha. Tamar Biyoseb, Arhanina, Beusha, Hitkinu, Haisha, Shemachra, Benechsem, Melog, Behaye, Bala, Umeta, Habal, Motsi, Miyad, Alikuchot. Takana said, if a lady sold her Nechsem, Melog, when the husband was still alive, and then she predeceased and she died first, the sale will not go to the uh, to, to, to the one that she sold it to. <clears throat> Ella goes back to the husband. They made a takana, and that's and the, you have a very nice mishnah, but you forgot about the takanat usha. Look at that she takanat usha. Usha kinu the apagav the ma'amalat kikinyan aguf. We really love kikinyan aguf, and therefore what really Rabbi about the second who was holding on to perot. It's not a hold, technically. And really, she should have the right to give it over to her son. But what happened over here? However, we made a rule of husbands and, and, and wives. 
בעל בנכסי אשתו, עלמוה לבנן ושבודה, the rabbi strengthened the husband's hold on his wife ass, on the wife asset. משום איבה. And because of Malogit, and he's considered like, okay, I'll be sure, he goes first. Which means, really, as a general rule, if we're talking about strangers, Kenyan Perot is nothing. And therefore, the guy who has the goof can sell it, and uh, the sale will be a sale, and, and therefore, if you carry that through in this case over here, really, the wife of Rabbi Abba II should have had a right to give it over to Shemuel, uh, her son, because he only had Perot, and she had the goof, and she should be able to give it over. However, when it came to marriage, the Hachamim strengthened the husband's hold on the asset, even though it's only perot. Why? Because of Eva. Because what's going to happen now? Later, he's going to go start selling the items. It's going to be machloket. Hey, this is my item. I'm, I married you because I'm going to inherit it, and whatever the reasons are. And it's because of Eva. So they strengthened the man's, the husband, I should say, his, uh, position in this case. And therefore... Bottom line, you're right. You got a nice Mishnah Baba Batra. But the case of Baba Batra is not talking about a husband and a wife. It's talking about Yorshim, it's talking about all stuff. And you're right. From Baba Batra, for sure you could learn Kinyan Perot is Lavke Kinyan Aguf. And therefore, Perot is really not strong. But the problem is you forgot Takarat Usha. And Takarat Usha says that what? That a husband's Perot is strong. And therefore, she didn't have a right to give it over to the son. And that's why they hold on there to position that the husband's going to get it. Uh, so that, that's the Malakot of it. Do you take the Mishnah in Baba Batra or do you take Takanat Usha? That's why Shimon said, Ero Domena Mishnah Dero. That's not Domena that Mishnah. I know that Mishnah. That Mishnah is talking about randoms. We're talking about over here a husband. The husband has a different deed. His pirot are Al Muha, like she says, Al Muha Rabbanan. The rabbis strengthened the, 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 the husband's uh, position. Even though he only owns Perot, therefore she had no right to sell it. Therefore, Shemuel the son is not going to uh, receive it. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen.